Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another episode of Strategy in the Virtual Controller. My name is Damien Greater. Delighted to be here with you. Uh, my co-host, Penny Breslin, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Damien. I'm so glad March 15th is over. March 15 is behind us, uh, another deadline um, fast approaching. On on the, the money penny side of things, Penny, does the is April 15 a big deadline for your firm? Yeah, it is, but the it's it's big for our tax team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, January through March 15th is like, you know, can I say it? Uh, uh, right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's basically that that January first because of payroll, because of ten ninety nines, all the way through to March fifteen. That that's a real busy season for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and everybody is short staffed. Everybody is short timed, and everybody is short tempered. And short tempered, yeah. Rolls downhill, and it always rolls to the outsource. <laughs> And well, folks, um, you, you might not necessarily be thinking about outsourcing between now and, and April 15, but but as you are doing your um, after action reviews and, and tax season reviews, and I know, Penny, we were just chatting about a couple of uh, post-March 15 reviews you've been doing with a couple of firms. Um, maybe we've got to think about the capacity side of things. So so check out moneypennyllc.com for, for more information on, on how Penny's firm can help alleviate some of the stresses um, in your firm from a capacity standpoint. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, on, this ep- on this episode of Strategy and Virtual Controller, uh, we're going to talk about the, the, the old, well, not old saying, but the saying, the riches are in the niches. And um, I'm sitting here in Sydney, Australia, and we say niches down here, um, but it doesn't quite Niche, roll off the tongue. Niche was a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> the the riches are in the niche the riches are in the niches so it doesn't quite have the same um uh same uh, roll off the tongue as easily but um the riches certainly are in the niches but before we get to the riches we've got to get some we've got to get some fundamentals right and i think that's where some firms go slightly awry that they they think that specializing in one area is as simple as saying that you're an, a, a denti- an accountant for a dentist or bookkeeping for dentists, but there's actually a lot more that goes into it. And um, and what we might just start off with, Penny, is why are the riches in the niches um, and what are some of the things that you're seeing that are holding firms back from actually growing? Um, I, I, my sort of thought is, I can't specialize. I can't develop my systems. I can't develop my tools, but it's also, I can't delegate. Well, I may not feel comfortable delegating if I, if I have a, a client base that's, that's a, a broad spectrum of businesses. What are your thoughts? Well, in those reviews that we did, I had three reviews in one day. I blogged about it, um, but two of them were similar in size but different in the approach and the business that did a niche or a niche, however you want to say it. I have an accent too, you know, uh, <laughs> um, they, uh, they're rolling, man. They're like, I go, like, okay, how many hours are you doing a day with us? I said, well, 16 hours a day. They said, can you take, do you have capacity to take more? I mean, and this is, this is a one partner well, I think I think he's now one of his his uh, his other uh, people became a partner um, firm uh, with one office and clients, customers all over the United States. 
but they are a niche. They have one group, and he's become the guru. He goes to their trade association meetings. He goes to that groups. He writes articles for them. And um, we have two account managers that we deal with that are in the Philippines. And then he has two account managers in the U.S. And so he, he almost has a 24-hour support system there. Wow. And, What's the vertical, Penny? Hmm? What's, What's the vertical? vertical? Oh, um, dental office. Got, got it. And uh, smart guy. Love working with this guy too. He's just a real sweetheart. And, you know, and it's the conversation. His operations manager was there. So gratefully hired her. And you know what he did? He hired somebody who already ran a dentist office. Wow. I love that operations manager though. Like one oh, of the yeah. things that we've been talking about is not is not secretary, is not receptionist, but operations manager. And I know on one of the episodes we talked about operation managers in your firm, but I love this idea that that, that previously I'm sure the, those operations responsibilities were on his shoulders, but now he's freed himself up by by bringing in an operations manager for no, his accounting wasn't. practice. Because previously, when he All right. And it and it, it dropped off is because the operations manager was an accountant. Ah, right, not then an operations had to turn person. And put on the accounting hat half the day, and yep. so consequently, it was not well formulated. Mm-hmm. When she came in, um, what a difference! Because you know what, he hired the right person for the job that needed to be done. And um, it's made a huge difference, and his growth has been phenomenal. And it's not just her; he's made some good changes and stuff. Uh, but the conversation was: so, how much more capacity can you give, can you give us? And and you know, my team talks to his Filipino team, and the Filipino talk, team talks to the U.S. team. It all works out, and my team loves it because they're having their Zoom meetings at one o'clock in the afternoon for them instead of you know <laughs> early in the morning and having to get their kids off to school and then come into our office or, or staying late at night. Um, so that, it, it, it's kind of a very, like, fun job. And the onboarding mm. is simple because his processes are there and they're done and defined by the type of dental offices. He has this all detailed out. Um, and he, he said to me, he goes, and if you're listening to this, um, hopefully you're not upset with me for using your uh, great company as a, as a proof that a niche niche works. Um, but he said, he goes, I wish I could just do the advisory stuff. And I said, well, you can't do the advisory stuff without baking the cake. So you need to have this bookkeeping. And, um, and he values that, though. He understands the value of having that number in there correctly. And that's huge. Then after that call, the, the third call of the day, the first one was great because we had saved them a ton of time. And that's a, it's a totally different type of firm, um, business and firm. But the second one is similar in size, single partner, one person, but um, has a couple of U.S.-based account managers and then one um, bookkeeper with us and it, for her it was hard it, she was it was she's exhausted 
She was fried. She, she's got people, clients in three different states. Um, she feels like, and they're all in different types of industries. And she has a detailed service level agreement that she uses, but they're always calling her for something that they have to talk to her about. And she's the one that has to respond. Nobody else in the, in the company can do it. She doesn't feel like they can do it. The, the clients don't feel like she, they can do it. So they wait for her call. And so she's always running loose. And then it's like, well, you didn't really give me what I wanted. Yeah, but I gave you your bookkeeping. It's clean. It's ready to go to your tax account and everything's done. And, um, but she's fried. And I just said, I've, I've actually seen that her clients. And I said, you know, you're letting the clients dictate to you how you're going to do business with them. And I said, you know, maybe you need to give up some of those clients. And I mean, if they're, if they're going to argue about every bill and nickel and dime you like that, are they really worth having? And maybe you just need to think about what you really like to do and just do that and take the leap and give up all that other stuff and just focus on what you like to do and you'll get more of it. And she said, and I said, I know that sounds really erythral and, you know, all like yoga style and all that. And it's not me. She goes, Penny, if you say something like that to me, it's got to really work. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think you know, you, you sort of said something there where the client's dictating the process and everything. But just to confirm, she's got, a, she's got two people in the US, like mm -hmm. in her, in, yep. But, but it sounds like as well, um, she's also keeping control yes. of everything and she, yes. she's not actually delegating the work she's it, my guess is maybe not bringing the team along the journey maybe just sort of giving them tasks but not but the team doesn't really understand what's going on the team doesn't really understand the why I remember one of the the, the last episode we spoke about really important to bring the team along for this, this why conversation and so I think that's part of it as well not just the clients dictating but I see that a lot. That the 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 partner, the, the the person that bought the client in, the person whose name's on the door, just that unwillingness to bring the the team along and give full transparency. They sort of give they give the team members sort of little morsels and little tasks for them to do. So at the end of the day, the team's like, "Well, I've done my tasks," and push it back to push it back to to the the boss, so to speak. So I think that's yeah, part so of you get, you part got, of it as well. Get, yeah, right. So you get. The good quality people leave because they want to have um, that ability to have ownership and uh, and the what you get not and not in this in this case I know the person that we're dealing with is not like that but um, it is it is difficult when um, you're not getting a fast response because the person who has the answer is traveling all the time and going from place to place and always dealing with stuff. And there's no, there's no focus. Um, and there's so many different, um, I mean, a variety of what the client is allowed to do on their mm -hmm. side that then you don't have any foresight into or control of. Uh, you just have to deal with the way everything comes in. And even being the traffic, it's like being a traffic cop on a street there, like where I grew up in Boston, where everything comes in at angles <laughs> and, and, and there's no, you know, there's no right, no left. It's, it's just a, like a, 
you know, it's like a huge rotary with like six lanes going around it. Um, but it, but it sounds like there's some some good work has been done on the a yeah, detailed service and, level agreement and all that type of stuff. She's fantastic and she's really good at what she does. But I think that and the things that she likes to do are fantastic. She's extremely good at it, and I'm just like, going, why don't you just paint a picture right now in your head? Imagine that perfect client. You've got them. She goes, yeah, I do. I said, you've you've got these three that are killing you. Why are you wasting time on? And at the end of the day, there is enough work out there to go to be able to go and find more of that. Well, yeah. That client that we like doing work or that, that industry that we like doing work for, that industry that we know that we're becoming the experts in that, that, that suits our... At this level, you do get to know the customer and yeah. they become your friend and it's like you've made a promise that you're going to help them, but at some point they have to help themselves too. And you can't take on the ownership It'll kill you. And, and life's too yep. short. Life's too deep. Yep. Um, this is this is this is not as much as everybody would like to think it that we, we sit there and all we do is move numbers around. It's not exactly a non-thinking nor a non-stressful job at times because of compliance. Obviously, this time of year everybody's feeling it. So if you do it. You're not doing it unless you're a masochist. Um, <laughs> you must. I think it's a. Through. It's an incredibly stressful job because I think that because you've got you, you've actually got the livelihood of your clients. You you play a role in that, and and I think it absolutely every very level. stressful. At yeah. every level, um, you know, you do you you you, you know. I, I watch what our bookkeepers and our our CAs do, and um, you know. Even they stress a little bit about, you know, where we're going to just put the transaction in there and ask the question. Nobody, somebody told me this a long time ago, and I say it a lot. Nobody died because their bank accounts weren't balanced. And, um, you know, you can go in and fix it. That's the beauty of a lot of these apps now. Um, mm -hmm. And the thing is, sometimes a client doesn't give you the answer until they see that you did it wrong for them. And yep. then you got to go, hmm, if that happens more than once, that's not a good client because you know what? I don't need to feel like this. So Yeah, agreed. And I, and I think else. Un, go somewhere else. take your business somewhere else. And, and unfortunately, the, the, cl this, the, the, the client gets away with it for too long that it becomes the norm, doesn't it? And, yes. and it becomes, In fact, it, it becomes a... This, this lady, the, the, the person that we work with, I was looking at a message she put into Slack because my team's like going, we've been given this task and we can't. She goes, listen, I've called them, I've emailed them, and I set up an appointment and they didn't bother to show up. They blew me off. I suggest we move along. And I, I went, yay. Yeah. <laughs> In Slack, I went, way to go. <laughs> yep, finally. You. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's only so much you can do. Um, you know, if the client's going to be that way or the customer's going to be that way, move on. Yeah, they're not worth it. There are so many people out there that. And and really I think I think, out. and I think as well, when you are sort of spread thin across different industries, 
you you probably lose sight of the real value that you can bring to the relationship and it it it, it takes you a long time to have the confidence to say move along whereas i think if even if you've got three let's just say dental practices or something you know you've 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 developed some systems you've developed some protocols you you've developed a, just some insights into that industry and so you actually just have much more confidence and probably it's my guess is if you picked up three or four of them probably a bit more enjoyable than the the other clients that are that are spread across various industries so i think that's i i think that's a really interesting point is the the niching actually gives you the confidence to to say no to everyone else or to, to slowly move things along and not suggesting that you get rid of every single client that's not in that particular vertical, no, but, but over a period of time, time yeah. yeah. Over yeah. time you will, which is what this dental vertical did over time. He is slowly has, well, he already has gotten rid of those that aren't. And, and the other thing too is this, it's always better to get business through a referral. Yeah, and then it is through uh, the marketing. Marketing is necessary, but it's it's better to get it through a referral. And well, a lot I think of those lines, we had that happen. Um, and this is another pet peeve of mine. It's a <laughs> slightly different topic. So out of the blue, got a call two weeks ago from a business that uh, has locations in multiple states. Um, they're a service business. And um, they called me and they, they said, I know it's late, but is there any way, we haven't done our taxes for 2020, 2021. Is there any way you can close our books so we can file them now? And I, and, and he said, and I, had, I said, how did you find my name? He goes, I've j-, he goes, well, I handed my books in to a company that uh, literally, he said, they called themselves the firm of the future. Um. A lot of promises, um, and I looked it up while he was talking to me. I went, "Yeah, I would, I would buy from them." Yeah, and website looks good. For three months, and they haven't touched them. And I felt like, "Oh, damn, that sucks." So I'm on the phone with them, and I said, "Okay, invite me into your QBO." I looked at it and I went, "Okay, I have some questions. I'm going to send the questions back to you." Um, I'll send you a pricing sheet. Um, said, uh, it, you know, it's, you know, it's beginning of March. Uh, probably won't get started on this till mid next week. Are you good with that? And he said, yeah. So I got him, I sent him practice. <laughs> I sent him a practice ignition contract. I'm already in his QBO. Uh, I helped him reconnect his bank feeds, put him in a Slack channel. And I said, okay, in the next 48 hours, We'll give you a review of how much time we think it's going to take. He said, I'm already sold. He said, you've already given me more information than other firm that took my books three, for three months and never talked to me. Hmm. We had it done in a week and a half. I just sent him the bill yesterday, this morning. He paid it through QuickBooks Intuit payments. And he said, do you have a referral program that you can give me? Because I'd love to refer, refer you to some people. And I said, <laughs> But thank you anyways. I, you're not my usual customer. I don't usually do this. I, you know, typically we go through. But I said, but you need a CPA. Mm. Because you know what I do. I need a good CPA. And I go, here's four of them. 
If you don't like those four, come back and I'll give you another four. To talk I'll give you some more. I said, and then I'll do the work for that CPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you'll, be work, you'll be working for them uh, somehow. Yeah. And, but um, it, it was like, it, it kind of made me angry and sad. But then at the end, when he said, thank you, you know, because I never, I never touched it after that. My team took care of it. He was on Slack talking back and forth with them. I could see the, the communication going. I think I popped in once just to clarify a word because it was, you know, a, a miscommunication. And then other than that, it was done. The work was done. It was done in a matter of like five days. Wow. With most of it waiting for him to respond. So you can be the firm of the future. You just use all the damn tools they give you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, it's about how do you pull these tools together to actually create this experience, and and it's what you say on the website, and then what you deliver. If you're going to fall, sh you, you're going to um, lose a lot of customers probably quite quickly. Um, if yeah, what, I'm what you say on wants to refer me, what do you think he's going to say about the firm? That yeah, yeah, and 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 I think if we if we sort of think about what does that mean from the from the from from our target audience who are accountants and bookkeepers in public practice first and foremost we've got to deliver on our promises but i think the other side of it is is we've also got to learn to say no because if we're not delivering on promises to our current customer base our current client base then they're likely going to go somewhere else um i i must admit i uh, sent a couple of emails out to two accountants looking for a tax accountant uh, to help our personal situation and still haven't had a response. And I was sort of like, you know what, it's it's March 10, so I'll, I'll give them a bit of breathing room. But um, still, um, still where we are now later on in March, still haven't heard anything. Um, so I I wonder, um, heads down, bums I'll up. I'll somebody I, call you then. I guess all right. My daughter <laughs> called me and, you know, and they just bought their second home and uh, – so now they have two houses and he got a huge raise and, you know, and she's like, she started her own business and she's going, I think we're going to have a little bit of a problem. I said, well, have you talked to your dad? And she goes, I don't want to do that. And I went, okay, just, I don't want to be involved. Here's the name. Here's two people you could talk to. And the person I, that she went with was somebody who said, send her an email back and said, I'm at my daughter's wedding. It's the middle of tax season. She's at her daughter's wedding. Yep. Yeah, I was worried about that. And then, and you know what? She took care of them. She took it. She got his middle tax season and she took care of them. She took them on. And, and I know her. She does. She uses all this process too. Here's the other thing I did with this guy. Just so you know, not only was it practice ignition, getting in his QBO and putting him in a slack, but we have, we do these cleanups all the time. So we have a standard process and a checklist that goes along with it. So I know how long it's typically going to take. So I have this like templated project. And yep. so I created the templated project It populated. I assigned it to the team. I put the start date and the end date, everything populated in. And then I could create a link from that project and I sent him a copy of it. So he could hyperlink and he could see every step that we were going to do for him. And when we expect it to complete it. And all of that took less than three hours for me to put together while I was having coffee and playing with my dogs and talking to him. Well, because your business is very focused, your niche is this, or one of your niches is this um, enabling. Get out of my life. 
I, I was going to say you, a big part of your business is the actual bookkeeping side of things. It's the cleanup. It's the on, ongoing work. And, and you've templated it so that when a new client does come in, it kicks off a series of events. So it's the same type of thing that as we think about verticals, the beauty of it, uh, whether it's a vertical of industry or vertical of services, as you've got here, it when, when, when a new client comes in, um, you know you know the questions to ask. You you've got the template there. You've done it fifteen hundred times before, so it kicks off this series of events. Rather than when a new industry opens up or when a new customer comes in, and uh, and you were in dentists, and now all of a sudden a mechanic comes through the door or a plumber comes through the door, and you take them on. You've then got to go out and do all this discovery, and yes, you've got sure. to look probably learn a new couple of apps and and learn maybe not new terminology but but learn new business processes and that and sounds you exhausting terminology you need to speak in their terminology you can't speak in your own because that's they, that'll they, they'll feel like you're talking above their head the other thing too is that comes from niches is that you get niches inside of niches so if i niche the I'm going to do all the accounting work and all the back office bookkeeping. Now I've got, I got a niche and I got an industry I can understand. Now I could take that to advisory. That is different. I could take it to not just advising them on taxes. Um, we had, uh, we have a, uh, an, a, a client that works with us. Um, she started off as that. She's not an accountant. She's not a bookkeeper. She's, uh, MBA with finance degree, and she took on a vertical, and she started with two clients, two customers, and she uh, now is with us for two years. She's up to fifteen, um, but she hired her first part-time person in the U.S. Um, she it took her six months for me to convince her to get an op, uh, um, a project management, but that when she got that in, it really started to rock. We have everything is checklisted, but we know exactly what day she's going to meet with her client because we have to have the, everything ready for her to review. Forty eight hours before she goes, seventy two hours before she goes to the client, because she wants to have time to make any corrections. But she sits down with that with that customer. In that vertical, and she then the bookkeeping's all done, the accounting's all done. She doesn't want to do tax returns. We got her a tax company; we willing to do those tax returns. Well. She sits down and talks to them about growing their business. So she's got a niche, but on top of that, she's got another niche. Now she's got this story and this. What she does is the bookkeeping, the accounting that just goes along with it. Her real thing is the consulting she does for the for as a grower of their business as a catalyst somebody who helps them cat you know move that make those strategic moves to 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 grow their businesses whether or not like sometimes it's my this client we're going to have a meeting and she'll tell us we're going to have a meeting with them they're looking at buying a new building opening up a second location and and this is why we need these reports to look and we have to review this and this is what we're going to be talking about we know what she's going to be talking about so we know what she's going to need from us and she knows what she's got to do with the client. And, she and didn't probably even some run the accounting firm. We had to teach her how to do that. 
<laughs> but but probably some quite detailed notes are following the meeting as well that guide you in terms of okay we've obviously got to do the day-to-day -day work get that done but here are the talking points that come from that she has a come meeting. from this meeting she doesn't and she won't miss them man even when i'm like oh, can we have a no i i don't care we have to move it to a different time she meets with our team once a week she goes oh, wow. through everything she 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 talks about every client uh, and each client has their own moment of fame in those meetings. Um, <laughs> but, and then she never misses those meetings. Those are critical for her and the team to kind of get a cohesiveness of where we are. Everything's moving smoothly. And they, sometimes they take an hour, sometimes they take an hour and a half. And then, then she meets with the client and she never misses a meeting. Hmm. Those meetings are where she makes her bread and butter. She makes yeah. She makes her her value added. Uh, well, and and then nine and times out of ten, probably identifies the next kids that she runs around to school and all of that, and the husband. And <laughs> but the, but but also has those meetings, which is where she identifies the next opportunity. So oh, add value, but cool. then here's here's the next project we're going to talk about, and here's the next thing, and and actually we don't need to talk about that now. Let's let's put that put some time in the calendar in three months or put that on the agenda for three months time because we've got to focus here. But I, I think what I, I, let's come back to the, the, the first example that we use using their penny. And the guy said, I, can I just do the advisory work? And I'm like, the answer is yes, yes, but you still need those numbers getting done. So you still need to work out how that's going to get done so that you can, you can have these timely, valuable conversations, just as this oh, example of this lady's doing. Yeah, yeah, agreed. No, I, no, I get that. that. That comment came out of his frustration of, uh, of the bank feeds breaking all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot. But I think a lot of um, a lot of people that sort of go down the firm of the future path, they want to jump straight to advisory, not recognizing Sorry, that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Not recognize. So you may not you you your firm. You may not want to do that that the 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 bookkeeping the 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 day to day numbers, but you've got to work out how to get it done. Uh, and have have co have complete confidence in it getting done in that timely manner, so that you so that you can then um, have the numbers, have the space, and then have the the time with the client to have those catalyst like conversations. We're about to do a conversion uh, uh, for a, a, a firm that uh, they they call me because they I had helped them years ago with a similar business. And he goes, remember when we set this all up? You remember how it all sold? Well, this is an offshoot of that business where he sold it, the employees took it, and they've and they've had three bookkeepers and they've totally messed it up. Mm. And every bookkeeper did it differently. And there's tons of journal entries in there and there's offsets and, and nobody had rhyme or reason. He goes, we're just going to start fresh. And now they want us back. These new employees want us back. And I and he said, I basically told him. I said, I'm only going to do this is if you give me full control. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're going to be, and I said, you want me to keep them in the same application? He goes, yeah, but I want all that historical data out of my way. I want it set up properly. I'm going to give you the tax return, the opening balances, and we're going to start January forward and go. And I went, okay. So that's what we're going to do. Um, nice. And it's, it, it's, it's kind of like, uh, in fact, as soon as we get off this call, I got that's the call we have uh, to, uh, to kind of dig deeper into with talking with the actual original accountant who 
she came on board. And then six months later, she's selling her firm and she's moving away and retiring. And, so, and she goes, and she said, this is a mess. <laughs> and, then, and, and, and so she called up the, the original accountant that was with the original owners years ago. And so he's bringing us back in. But, and you know, I, you can't, you can't say if you don't know what the bookkeeping firm's doing so that you can do the advisory, you have to have also an input in that and you have to direct it because you need to know those numbers are real and those numbers are good and that you can depend on them to help that business make a decision. Because you, you, you certainly can't be waiting three months um, and books not Nobody be touched. Nobody has time to wait three months anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, that's a really good point. And I think that's, we don't have, to, things are moving so quickly these days. And that literally is three months could be the the difference between survival and and going out of business for, for, for a bunch of small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, especially. Right. Well, Penny, we've got to get you to that call. Um you how, how do we close? <laughs> I got to go to work. Uh, probably got a nappy to change before then. Um, what? Um, what's what, sort of last 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 minute thought in in terms of for listeners around today's episode around the, this this importance of, of niching? Uh, what's what's your final thought for the day? Pick your battles. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Archimedes said. Give, her, give him a decent lever and he could move anything. You could be Archimedes. If, if you pick the right tools and you pick the right team and you take the time after this tax season to sit down, review everything, process it out, and you know what? You can do this. And you just don't have to do it with everybody to start with. Just pick a couple. Pick a couple people. Think of those ones you like. Picture that client that you like not just you but everybody else on your team likes them too and maybe and you spe- and if it is just you your spouse or your partner or, or whatever as well that the people that support you in business i, I love that i think behind you, you. Yeah, you, you don't have to. You don't have to bring the hammer down on everything, and and all of a sudden you'll have this whack a mole sort of issue. But take some time to think. You know what? I'm just going to focus on my customers, my clients, and and do that. Do that. Do that analysis of them, both from the financial analysis, but also just the relationship analysis. Yes. And and it's am I enjoying working with them? Yeah. Yeah, you got to have a good relationship. And so do the people that interact with them when you, you're not the one who's interacting with them every day. Your front office is interacting with them. Your back office is interacting with them. How do they treat each other? You know, or, and you'll find a common thread. You will find three, maybe four common threads where you go, hmm, this is good. And not only that, I like this kind of business. And I like the people in this kind of business. Now we're going somewhere. And and my my last thought would be, and I'm probably opening another can of worms here, but if 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 your team isn't interacting with them and you're the bottleneck, then that might be the problem that we need to solve is, is how do we I get which yes. is what we were just talking about. Yeah. So Penny, um, let's put a pin there because again, I think we could, we'll be able to <laughs> open a, a, another line of um, a line of discussion, but um, ladies and okay, gentlemen. I am just, oh. they asked me to promote this accounting yep. web conference because it's in my backyard. I will be out there in San Diego. 
um, doing a presentation on this kind of stuff. Yeah, and the, so that's the Accounting Web Conference in San Diego in May? Yeah, May 9th through the 12th, accountingweb.com. Fantastic. Um, I'll be at the Accounting and Business Expo in Sydney um, at the end of April, I think April 28, 29. So if, if any of our uh, Australian listeners, hopefully um, come along and say hello as well. But Penny, um, satvc.co is the website. If you want to find our LinkedIn details, um, connect with us, send us any questions. Also, big, big, big favor if, if you have enjoyed listening to uh, the series, do leave a review on, on Apple Podcasts. It just helps um, lift our, uh, lift our, lift our little podcast but otherwise penny we'll see you next time all right have a good one david yeah you too